Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host this week, Karen Randazzo, and with me as always is ruthless, leg-breaking soccer star Chris Randazzo. Statistically speaking, airplanes are still the safest way to travel. A bored soccer mom, Evan Goldstein. I will keep this baby out of spite. And overly enthusiastic equipment manager, Angie Fernot. I want to lead New Jersey out of the wilderness. <laughs> This is episode 254 for the week of June 9th, 2022. Tonight we'll be discussing Yellow Jackets Season 1 episode, titled simply Pilot. But before we get to that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what summer shows you're most excited for, or tell us what you like to go outside in the summertime, what you like to do when you go outside in the summertime, if you're like a normal person. <laughs> Ew. Or, Ew. <laughs> just for the love of god tell us something because we always want to hear from you the listener it's true so how's everybody doing well well before we started this episode we oh, shared some woes no. but <laughs> whoa 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 uh whoa. there we do have a cool update that we can share sorry chris this is like the second night in a row you have to hear about it what uh i was i was interviewed by a local magazine this weekend that's Wilma. so awesome. Thank Wilma. you. Yeah, it's Wilma. It's a women's magazine in my town of Wilmington because it is my town now. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen because uh, I definitely am on the record saying something about wanting to take over the world. And <laughs> if I can't have the world, I'll just settle for Wilmington. So, okay. Um, yeah. My, well, fa- my favorite part about this whole experience is like, I'm really proud. I'm very super happy for her. Like she, she interviewed and we had this young lady come into the, the house to, to, to f- photograph her in the studio. <laughs> and I know my wife's past of, you know, she, she was a model and, you know, she, she's very comfortable in front of a camera unless it's for her which it was the two most awkward people taking photographs I've ever seen <laughs> to the point where I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I put them here? Is this, the- I literally said that at one point and the girl who was taking the photo, like was not the kind of photographer who gives direction at all. She was like, I just want you to feel pretty. And I was like, am I pretty? <laughs> so it was, it was really funny. And also she looked so young she was 27. And I was like, you're a fucking liar. Like I was, I was ready well, to card her. Face her. Was, half of her face was covered with a it mask. It still didn't matter. She just had like, she was like, she had like this youthful ridiculously eyes. youthful physique and young eyes. Yes, she did. She had very good skin. Her forehead was amazingly smooth. It was. No acne. And there's a lot of humidity down here. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, uh, yeah. I get that. I get, I have this, I get that a lot myself because I look younger than I am. And uh, I had this issue tonight with my son's therapist <laughs> where she said something about like 
see, she said like, I think you're a cool person, John. And like, even if, even though I'm an old person, like, I think that should mean something to you. And even though you're a, a younger kid, <laughs> and he was like, well, how old are you? <laughs> like, Jesus H. And so she's trying to like, you know, gently step around it. And I was like trying to help, like, well, she's, you know, not as old as my mom. She's probably around the same age as mommy. And she was like, no, no, I'm probably older than mommy. And like, <laughs> I ended up, you know, and John blurts out my age to her. And she's like, wow, way to go, mom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, uh, thanks, it's genetic. <laughs> this hotness is genetic. Oh, I wouldn't go so far as hotness. Just I would. Youngness. I'm saying it. You're beautiful. Thank you. So are you. <sighs> so, oh what have you guys God. been watching? Boring. Do you need the list, honey? No, yeah, it's okay. such a short list. Okay. Nothing has changed. I'm terrible. Actually, something true. has changed. I'm watching less Walking Dead because I I've gotten to that point where I can see why people drop off of it, but I did read up on episodes of Walking Dead, and it says that season nine was actually one of the most critically acclaimed seasons and poss and one of like. I think it was considered possibly the best season of the show and like a total comeback like the best season since the first season and like all this other stuff so i'm currently on episode three of season eight and i don't know how i'm gonna get through this season i might have to watch it at two times speed <laughs> i've done that <laughs> yeah yeah so have i but not for like a dramatic tv show i've done it for youtube videos and lots of other content that wasn't a television show and this will be the one that breaks me. I did it for the last episode of Inventing Anna because I was trying to finish it before the podcast. And I was like, it's an extra long episode. And if I don't watch it at like, you know, a higher speed, I'm not going to get through it <laughs> in the time I have. Yes. I squeezed this hour and 45 minutes into this, you know, one hour section that you got. Pretty much. Oh, geez. Yeah, so that's that's been that's been the majority. I've also been like watching episodes of Thirty Rock. I'm now further along in that show than I've ever gotten, and it's just kind of funny the humor that they have on that show that I know would not fly today. And it it's like weird because there's certain parts of it that make me a little bit sad that like it wouldn't fly today because it's still like progressive funny. people that are like yeah that are funny, but they're I don't know. It's just. I guess it's the context or maybe I'm just a bad person and I, I just have poor taste, but I love Tina Fey and it is a show that where like I'm watching it and like Tina Fey's character on that show is not really a good person. Like, Oh no. Nope. nope. She like Liz Lemon is kind of terrible. Uh, that whole show and, is full of horrible people. Yeah. Just different variations of horrible, except for who's the, the young, the young Kenneth, intern. The Kenneth. page. But yeah. I, I also think part of that is a ruse. Um, I, I don't know. It's like the long con. The, it's a Colombian drug lord. We don't. I, we just don't know it. Listen, I say, there's little because they, they make like little nods. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a thing. But anyway, all that to say, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't often enjoy watching a show where I know it's like bad people. Like Seinfeld is one of those shows that I've tried to go back and watch, and like you know that they're not good people, but the people who like the show think it's funny and I thought maybe I was gonna I guess have a Seinfeld-esque experience and I'm not I'm enjoying this and what I think I 
like about it is that sometimes like characters are learning lessons like Liz will do something shitty and then she has to face the repercussions of that where on Seinfeld I didn't really feel like that ever seriously happened until the end of the show mm-hmm. um, and so, they didn't even actually really deal with the repercussions they they, they faded to black after being arrested, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So yeah, you were the one who told me about that, so I didn't even know like the full ending. But yeah, um, so that's the majority of what I've been watching, and then I dabbled a little in the G word with Adam Conover. I'm actually oh, how is that? It. Uh, it, I didn't think I was going to be that into it. It's. Do you like Adam ruins everything? I mean, I have only seen like clips of it, but yeah. So it's that show, but it's all. Uh, government based mm-hmm. it's really informative it's quite interesting and they do do both sides of the spectrum so it's positives and negatives it's not just because it's um executive produced by the obamas which i definitely thought was going to lead it down towards the pro-government path but it's not they 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 tell pretty much everything that could be or not so it's actually really informative i'm a lot of things I did not know, cool. and it's Adam Conover, so like he is a he is a single trick pony, tells you what you need to know, kind of thing. So. But he does it creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's well. We caught up on the Young Rock. Yeah, I was gonna that was, say that's, that's, that's it, it for my solo stuff. So Young Rock was a lot of fun. I, I I enjoy watching Young Rock with with you because it gets to the point where it's wrestling that I know. Yeah, and to see your your excitement for it because it's, <laughs> it's it's the way the show is broken down. It's like three different time periods. You like really young rock, yeah. middle young rock, and just just right before the rock became the rock, and now that third storyline is like he's just getting into the WWF. Yeah, and we're seeing all of the wrestlers that I recognize as other like. You know, they're played by actors, but their actors are like spot, spot on. on. It's scary. It's <laughs> like uncanny. voices and like mannerisms and everything. Yeah. So they're doing a really entertaining job with that. And the kid who plays the oldest of the young rocks, it's spooky how much he looks like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I'm really like, at some point, I think I'm going to end up doing research on like how they found this actor and cast the show because he does it like it's. It's like mannerisms, but even like some of his bone structure looks similar. Like it's so weird. You remember that picture that was rolling around the internet for a while with Dwayne Johnson in a, a black turtleneck jeans? The black and turtleneck, f- I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like that guy is acting like now, currently. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's really neat to see. Um, caught up on the rookie, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's still the rookie. Um, Halo. Tried watching that again. Yeah, it's not working. We're trying. It's just not working. It's not grabbing I don't, me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just not good. Um, and uh, flag meets de- means death. Our flag you means death. We didn't. No, we didn't. Did we? No. Oh my god. Yeah, we're at. We eight. are two episodes short. So we're Kids, almost give there. Give yourself an hour and do it. We haven't had an hour together. I'm not even well, shitting you. It. Last night we had to like panic watch the episode <laughs> for tonight, tonight. <laughs> oh, at like I'm sorry. ten o'clock at night. No, it's not your fault, but it's literally just been like that. Like I have my 
I my freaking schedule right now has been insane like my calendar is so full of meetings that like I don't know what the point of the fucking calendar is at this point yeah I mean you're working mornings I'm working afternoon evenings ish so maybe we'll get one episode's worth of time together in the evening but like last night we we uh, watched uh, Yellow Jackets the night before we watched The Boys because we still hadn't even started that. And oh my God! Did you guys? Did oh you guys, my God! Season? Did you guys start it? We saw the first two. Yeah, just wanted to make sure we're talking about the the new season. The new yeah. season. Uh, we watched the first episode, and oh my God! I explained that to Dan, which is what convinced him he's going to start watching you, the show. You, you, <laughs> you, you was, I don't know why I you were being like, so tactful while explaining it to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. How did one explain that episode with tact? No, because no, wasn't for anyone the whole who episode. doesn't know, there was penile entry and then explosion. That's he only explained that scene. Yeah, and that it was, was that was all it took. It, it, it was so I don't want to say tastefully because still the subject matter is horribly not tasteful, but the way Chris explained it was as if he could explain it to someone younger and say, hmm, no, I shouldn't watch that, but oh my God. <laughs> like it was already going pretty, uh, pretty fascinating, but then uh, when he, when he sneezed, it's like, oh shit. So, so we're watching <laughs> never that. Never seen, and, never seen that. Uh, as soon. I can't say I've seen that on TV. As soon as I, uh, okay, so when he, sh when he shrunk and he entered, as soon as that happened, I put my hand in front of my eyes yep. and blocked out the television <laughs> because I, I said it out loud. I said, I do not want to see a man's dick explode. I don't want to see it because I know <laughs> that's going to happen. And I turned away and I didn't watch and I was listening and I peeked through my fingers to see what was going on. And then I saw that, you know, that universal motion. Oh shit. I'm going to sneeze. Uh, and I went, oh, close the eyes. <laughs> see, I didn't realize what was happening. I looked at his face like, what does he smell something? And then I realized it like a split second too late and then just explode. Oh, it was glorious. As soon as like glorious, he, he sneezed before he actually shrunk. Like as soon as he <laughs> you know, did a bump, he sneezed. And I'm like, oh, that that's foreshadowing right there. <laughs> so, yeah, the boys episode one, like it's shocking how much like, marvelous they're, they're like. I don't know, 57 to 69% of their budget is on fake blood. <laughs> Just Probably. assuming that. It's grotesque, but so entertaining. Um, the only problem I have with the boys is that we've seen two episodes and we haven't gotten to Soldier Boy yet. Oh. He's supposed to make his appearance in episode three. three. I've read that. I know. I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was the... They did have they did have photos of him. So yeah, they're, they're, you've they're technically teasing. seen... They're, they're doing the tease. Um, I, am, I am sufficiently teased. It, it's it's so good. It's such <laughs> yeah, a good show. Are. I'm assuming he's still alive, which is kind of interesting. Like, are we going to be seeing him exclusively through flashbacks, or did Soldier My, Boy... No, he's alive. From, from he's things that alive. I've seen, it's one of those, like, pseudo, like, Captain America frozen in ice or cryogenically frozen kind of things. That's what I'm, oh, that's what I'm picking up on. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That checks um, out. All right, cool. Because like they're talking in the first episode, they're like, "Yeah, there's a gun. This gun killed Soldier Boy." Like, 
We're going to find out. Did it? No, it is. No, there isn't. No, 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 no. He is the gun. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. He's got guns. <laughs> Welcome oh, to I can't wait. <laughs> and just like as a side note, the only show that I'm watching on my own is um, Better Call Saul. Because I like Odenkirk. I think he's a really good actor. And I never actually was able to watch... Um, Breaking, Breaking Bad. I was Bad. never able to watch Breaking Bad because of past trauma, past and subject matter, and all that stuff. But he, Odenkirk is great in that show, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry I, I waited so long. Like I am coasting through it. He's doing a really good job. It's great subject matter. He's engaging, and all the cast of characters on the show are great. So I'm glad I have something in that universe to watch. And my, my wife is right. She he, she actively said the best part of that show is Mike or Mikey, and that character is great. I don't know what he does, but he is phenomenal. He's this gruff ex-cop tollbooth collector guy now that has this past, and oh, you know, he's done some shit, and he's seen some shit, and he's just amazing. So I'm fully invested in that. That's, this, that's going to be what I'm watching now when, you know, my, my lunches and whatnot. So, but yeah, The Boys. <laughs> The boys. We still haven't watched any of Obi Wan. We still haven't watched any of Russian Doll. Stranger Things. <sighs> I was... Nope. I haven't watched any of Stranger Things. Like, and I yeah. am getting mixed reviews on Stranger Things from people. Those people need to shut up. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess I could kind of see it, like at first. Um, you know, the first episode. Okay. Uh. Like most of the first boring. episode like this was this was what my mom thought of it the next day she's like you know first i thought oh, i guess they're not really doing a this is this is kind of kind of slow there's not a whole lot of horror okay. and then they just hit you with all of it right at the end okay and from what i've uh, somebody i was talking to online uh, who wasn't impressed with it at first uh not not overall impressed with it entirely by the end either but like i guess he's somebody who were um watches a lot of horror and mm -hmm. that's not me so like it's not really doing anything i haven't seen before it's doing shit i haven't seen before so gotcha. <laughs> it's fucking great i don't Good. know all right so yeah um, we'll, we'll we'll end up sinking some time into that i'm sure soon because this is they, they only released the first half right yeah correct so it's okay. first what six and seven i would episodes? like seven. seven ish to repeat the thing that i'm They're seeing beefy. on the internet it uh don't get eleven's tattoo you fucking oh, morons yeah. Christ. Oh Correct. my god. People. People Come are stupid. On. People are so stupid. Like, please read a goddamn history book first. Thanks. That's my PSA. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, wait. Well, we watched all of Stranger Things. That shit was amazing. Yeah, we couldn't okay. get it in our eyeballs fast enough. Okay. Shit was amazing. In fact, we stayed up till like till midnight to binge the to last binge episode. It. Damn. Yeah, we were because we, we, they're long. Like most of them, are like an hour and a half at least. And what? Yeah, we were like, shit. We really shouldn't, but it was the last episode, and the boys premiered the next day. And like, uh, we got to do this, honey. We got to make this happen. <laughs> so get yourself a protein bar, honey. Get some ice water. We're going. We're we're doing this. We're running the marathon. <laughs> we're running up that hill. Um, and this show. No, that's not it. What? I'm just trying to look it up. Oh, 2016 is when this show started. Because I remember when it came out, like the first season, we um, were still in our old apartment. Oh, and, oh my uh, gosh. 
and I remember like Ellie was I think it was before Ellie was born I think I was pregnant with Ellie mm-hmm. and it was like we were like well we can't do this anymore we can't like stay up late and be <laughs> stupid and binge shows because now like we're gonna have a second kid and a, a you know a baby and a toddler and it's just you know it's just gonna be bad times so this was like the the first season of it was like the last time we were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna be stupid. We're gonna stay up late and watch this whole whole stinking thing, and like every time there's a new season, it just happens to coincide in our lives with an opportunity where we're like, all right, this is the show that we do it for. So let's just get stupid. And <laughs> Might as well just get it out of the way. It's worth it. I mean, it's you know, it's it's that good. Wow, they're all over an hour. Yep. Wow. So but they didn't feel that way. Okay. That's what made it. That's well, what made me so happy about it. They didn't. N- none of them felt like they wasted much time. Good. Um, it was. I, I, I was hugely entertained by all of it. It's shocking. Like you are literally saying the opposite of what I heard earlier today from someone else that I thought would have a similar mindset to shows because he and I have conversations about you know Marvel movies and shit like that and. Speaking of Marvel movies, due to the fact there was so much talk about um, Doctor Strange and and Sam Raimi, I fell into the Ash versus the Evil Dead show again for like a couple <laughs> of episodes because that shit is hysterical. <laughs> but um, what he was saying, like the the first episode was like super boring, and I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Usually, like that's the recap, and they get you at least sort of primed for the rest of the season. And they that, were catching up with all the characters' lives, and there wasn't a lot of horror going on. It was like... Yeah, I think I even said it while we were watching. Yeah, you it said was it like, too, yeah. there's a whole lot of these people's lives, but there's not really anything supernatural going on. A whole lot of teen drama, but not a lot of, you know, stuff. Stranger things. But they, they, they kind of knocked a lot of that stuff out. You know, go on. Got you. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, it, it just made... I, hearing that, and then going, well, I would... I know the boys, what the boys is... And I know that's not going to be boring. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's definitely not going to be boring. Yeah, so after the first episode, I tweeted like, "The boys <laughs> continues to not be fucking around." <laughs> Straight up, not the, at the thing all. I'll say about Stranger Things is that there is a lot going on. There's like there's like three different teams of characters that they keep having to switch between. Yeah, like forty seven so kids characters now, right? now. Yeah, there's there's a. There's and a they lot introduce of kids. a couple of new characters. Oh, no. And, like, they're worthwhile characters, too. Oh, yeah. They're not just adding shit for the sake of adding it. Like, oh, I get why this character's here now, and that is interest- interesting. Like, they have something to do with them. Uh, and honestly, the, the most boring of the three plot lines that were going on, like, there's the whole... Nancy's love life is a part of the show, and I couldn't possibly care less, but... By the end of the season, they just like the the there's one group of kids that's trying to travel across the country to get to the rest of them, and like they just weren't even in the last episode of the season. <laughs> they're like, it was like whatever. the hobbits walking across the Shire. Like, yep, they're still walking. Yep, they're still going. Go team! And like they just <laughs> they focus the entire last episode of the season on not them. So it was the, it was the weakest link. There's not much happening until they get where everyone else is. So boom, good. It's um, actually four segments of story now that i think of it there's there's dustin and co there's mike and and uh 11 that group there's the mom joyce and marie 
and then there's 11 where she oh, is. Oh, right. And uh, yeah. All right. That is four. Huh. Yeah, it's it's a lot to keep track of. Like, the run, it, it definitely uses its runtime, but it doesn't, it, it's handling it very well, I think. Like, it all seems like it's coming together very nicely, and season it's, five's it's, the last season of the show, so. It's setting things up very yeah, so we have another to be half of this season, and then a whole nother season. Correct. And that's okay. the the next season is the end, the ending of the show, and they do seem to be moving in that direction. They've answered some some questions about the upside down and its connection. Uh, it's to various characters, etc. Like, mm -hmm. just they're just doing cool stuff. They're doing really cool stuff. I think I have freaking loved it. Good, just good. loved it. Well, that, that solves that, honey. We now have to watch it. Well, I mean, I always knew that we were going to, so I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this has, the, the show has been going on since my, since before my now five and a half year old daughter was born and there's still only four seasons is kind of annoying. <laughs> it's, it's only four yeah. seasons and they're like eight or nine episodes a season. Like I'm looking at this <laughs> like season just released three seven. three and a half seasons. Yeah, this season yeah, just released this, seven uh... episodes and they're doing a whole nother half or are they just adding another couple? Like if that's the case, that should be another half. Say they it's, just do it's not another. long. It's just... It's July 1st is when the rest of the season drops. So I what it smells to me like was this was Netflix's attempt at trying to find a different middle ground for the whole what happened to season three. Like, you know, they do the every episode drops and then nobody's talking about it after right. a week. Right. So they don't want to avoid, they wanted to avoid that happening. So they cut the season in half and had the second half show up a month later. So Stranger Things is still kind of being talked about right now less so than the week to week shows because that's just the nature of the beast guys but mm -hmm. um but it's only July 1st so yes talk will die down by the end of the month but then once July 1st rolls around or even leading up to it you're kind of going to get that back in there so My i still think that the uh the amazon approach seems to be the best one where they drop a couple episodes a week seems to be a real nice middle ground but mm. I'm a fan of Apple where they drop a couple at the beginning, like they drop two or three and then do a weekly. Cause then at that point, if it's worth watching, you can sort of backlog yourself, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Netflix's method is, is definitely not the right one to keep it in the lexicon as we have stated before. But mm. my question still stands. Are they releasing a whole nother half or is it just another couple of episodes? Do we know? Uh, I think we know, but let me find out I'm for looking sure. Up, I'm looking up right now. Stranger Things season four. One, two, seven, five, nine. Who's going to get to it first? Who's going to get to six, it first? Seven, five, so I'm eight, seeing a list of nine. There better not just be two more episodes. I will. Riot. <laughs> Riot. Riot. Yeah, it seems volume yeah, I'm two just is seeing only two, two more episodes, episodes too. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That but sucks mind ass. you, they are six hours a piece, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna true. We're going to have to find a, a, a day camp to put our kids in just to watch those <laughs> All right, kids, time to grow up. We're all watching Stranger Things together. But I don't want to. You're going to grandma's for the day. <sighs> So yeah, oh that's that's it for us. Like we're 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 caught up. What about what about you guys? <laughs> Other than boys and Stranger Things. 
Uh, Did you want to tackle the rest of what we've been uh, watching together, dear? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, let's see. So, boys, fantastic. We're only two episodes in. We want more. We already just talked about Stranger Things. Obi-Wan is lovely. Uh, we haven't talked is, about that on the show yet, That right? is an interesting no. word to use. It's lovely. No, I, 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 I just, I just think it's wonderful. Okay. It's, it looks great. It's, it's being fantastically acted. Uh, I still haven't, I mean... Hayden Christensen has not uttered a line. Uh, has he been in it? Been, he's been in it. He's okay. in the suit. Okay. So v- Vader showed up in the the most in the third episode, and like uh, he's he's the one who's in the suit, but James Earl Jones is voicing him. So, <laughs> so we were kind of like, bother? why is Hayden Christensen here? <laughs> uh, and then and then we so there was a scene where like Obi Wan thought he saw him, like he was hallucinating, kind of, and, like there was Hayden Christensen. It's like, oh, I guess that's why I paid him to be here. Uh, cool. <laughs> the burn version though right no 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 he was he's this is like ptsd obi-wan oh, like, got it got it got it got it and and dude the the we talked about this on sag uh i'm not gonna dive into it too much but like you know fans are just quote-unquote fans are just ripping this thing to shreds like because of um uh one there's a, a an inquisitor character who was a, a black woman mm-hmm. and uh you know she's she's a black woman so now, obviously, they're not complaining about her being a black woman. They would never do that. They're not racist, but... <laughs> but we're Star Wars fans. I saw the purists. single greatest gif I've ever seen in my life in a Star Wars comment thread. It's, uh, you know, episode one when Darth Maul, they face off against him for the first time. And he takes his lightsaber and he does the one side, and then the other side comes out. Uh-huh. He does the one side and says, I'm not racist. But, but. <laughs> like, oh my God. it is so good. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, just fundamental misunderstandings of some pretty obvious lines. Like, um, first off, the everyone hates on Little Leia, um, and we were kind of the only complaint we had about Leia was that she didn't look old enough to be. Uh, 10 years old, but apparently the apparently actor the actress is, is in fact old. 10 years old. And she's just she's tiny. Just small. Like she's, Carrie she, Fisher. So. so She's not TV 10 years old, which would make her 19. <laughs> something like that. Um, no, she's a... But she's like, she's so much smaller than our kids. Right. <laughs> Ellie's five, five, and she looks like Ellie. <laughs> she really does. She looks like she's about six years old. Oh, but she's great. She is so... And, like, people are complaining about how sassy she is, and, like, that's not Leia's personality. Like, bitch, did you watch the original trilogy? What are you talking about? She walked right up to Darth Vader. Was just like, what? Get fuck off my ship. (laughs) I'm on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Prove I'm not, motherfucker. Like, what are you talking about? Of course this is little kid Leia. A hundred percent little kid Leia. Carrie Fisher would have loved this little girl. The most I know, recent me too, one. Ed. God, the most recent one. Uh, the in the most recent episode, there is this really great line because um, Leia doesn't know who her birth parents are. She knows she's adopted, right? Um, and she's with Obi Wan, and she's like, "Are you my dad?" And <laughs> are he you sa- my daddy? And, and he looks at her and says, "I wish I was," because like he sees everything that she's going through and he's, he was just thinking about Anakin and it's like, he wishes he could give her an answer that was not 
Well, your dad was kind of a dick. He, he killed a lot of kids. I mean, like just a lot. <laughs> I mean, an uncomfortable them. amount of children killing. He might be yeah. the worst in the and, galaxy. And, far, far and away. And so naturally the internet's read of that line is, oh, so now they're introducing a love triangle where Obi-Wan wanted to get with Padme. What is that about? Like, that's not what that means. He wasn't telling the little girl, yeah, I wish I banged your mom. That's not what that scene was. About. How did you get to that from that? You How did morons? you not, Chris? Are you really a fan? <laughs> Are you not, not thirsty? I like Star Wars. How? I mean, like, there's been there's been some stupid stuff, like not quite the chase scene from Boba Fett slow, but like there's this chase scene in the first episode where like she's 10. 10-year-olds aren't that fast, especially when they're that small, but, like, five grown-ups are chasing her through the woods, and, like, minor inconveniences are, like, like a tree branch gets in his way, and he stops and goes, like, she, she got away! If only I could duck under this branch! Like, it was the most... It, I can't say it was the most ridiculous car chase, uh, chase scene, because that Boba Fett episode will always exist, and just... <laughs> absolutely wears that crown with pride but it was a little bit of a silly chase scene of her outrunning all these dudes to eventually then not outrun them and get caught anyway mm. um and there was this other great one uh and i'm thinking about this the whole time i'm watching it they come to this gate right and it's this laser gate okay. and i see why the laser gate is there because it was set up for a railing kill later where a dude fell into the laser gate and got chopped in half and it was fucking awesome but they couldn't get past the laser gate and without unlocking it and i'm looking at it like there's nothing on either side. <laughs> like, like it's, it's across a road, a road like you you couldn't drive a vehicle past the laser gate without it being open. But they had gotten out of the vehicle and were like running around fighting. Like, like you could go you around could, the outside of the gate, no problem. And no problem. I mean, like there was a, a an incline. Like it was kind of a hill. Like it might have you know he might have need to bend his ankle a couple of degrees extra to get through it at most. But. Uh, <laughs> not sure what they were thinking on that one but whatever uh, but these are like little tiny things and an otherwise just immensely entertaining show like uh, another one uh vader shows up in episode three and starts he's a he, he's 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 a he's violent he's darth vader right now mm -hmm. obi-wan hasn't touched his lightsaber in 10 goddamn years and everyone's like obi-wan should have been able to stand up to vader at this point like the first three episodes of this show are about how this guy hasn't done shit with the force and buried his lightsaber in the middle of the desert for 10 goddamn years you tried doing something not doing something for 10 years and then picking it up against darth motherfucking vader like what are you talking about <laughs> darth motherfucking vader I love that it. Just be a t-shirt. Just, just the, the complete lack of ability to see subtext, or even just just basic understanding of how storytelling works. You sit and down and drink your chocolate milk talking about subtext. <laughs> I already drank my chocolate milk, motherfucker. That's how I know about subtext. And it's it's so infuriating because it's like they're just looking for a reason to hate this show. Probably because of the Reva character. Like, ah, it's woke Disney. It's it's gotta be shit. It's all shit. Shit shit shitty shit shit. Like, no, it's not. It's actually pretty good. I I got your complaints on Boba Fett. Believe me. I loved the show, but I will not blame anyone for hating on it. Uh for the right reasons. Obviously, that show was a mess. But I really enjoyed it because I love Star Wars and there was a lot of really fun stuff in it. Hey this guys, did you know Chris loves Star Wars? What? what? <laughs> this isn't that. <gasps> 
shock value. Um, I don't know I, if you it's can like hear that meme it, I sent you the other day where it's like two people in a fist fight and then a third person sitting in a lawn chair like eating popcorn and watching and they're all labeled Star Wars fans. Yep. <laughs> so I'm not engaging in the discourse. I'm not engaging at all. I'm like, I'm not having these arguments with anybody. You want to hate on this show? Have at it. I found a nice little niche of people that are Star Wars fans that just like Star Wars and they talk about Star Wars in positive light and enjoy all the stuff and like, yay, that that. You that's found great. Your, you that's found your tribe. I fed. It's not even much of a tribe. It's like one YouTube channel, and like, <laughs> the guy does like really great deep dive lore stuff, and he's really positive. He and his wife do this whole uh, question and answer show. It's it's wonderful. So that that's that's where I'm at. I I was I was shocked to find that people were hating on this show after the first episode. I was like, well, this this seems to be exactly what everyone wanted, and a yeah. foolish me. <laughs> Silly you never be that way clearly you're out of touch but he looks great i mean getting into the robes and the, the beard again i mean yeah he looks the part and he's he's playing it he's playing it well too because this is like seriously damaged obi-wan here and there's nothing you and mcgregor it, can't do i think so i think you're correct in the saying that he's he's lovely it's a great show i can't okay. wait till tomorrow except you know disney plus uh they did what i was really hoping they'd never do uh, new episodes of Obi-Wan drop on Wednesdays, and Miss Marvel premieres on Wednesday. Uh, we've got a Marvel and a Star Wars show going at the same time. Guys, stop. You could, Miss Marvel, you, you could have so waited three, three more weeks for Miss Marvel. You could have done it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna mess up the world by waiting three more weeks for Miss Marvel. Just let us finish Obi-Wan first. Come on. I got so much to watch right now. Okay, well, speak for yourself, because I don't really care about Obi-Wan as much as I care about Ms. Marvel, so I am here for it. Mm. Oh, like, you don't have enough to watch that you couldn't stave off three more weeks to Very let true. us have Chris, this. I could Come stave on. off three more years, and I'd be you fine, haven't okay? Even, you haven't I am even, not the person you want to talk to about that. You haven't even started Stranger Things yet. Come on. See? You've got exactly. plenty to keep you busy. Well, if I have to make choices, I'm just saying, dropping Star Wars would be a difficult one for me. All I'm, I'm tomorrow. I plan the fingers crossed. We got the night off, but we we have we have an episode of the boys we haven't haven't hit yet. We still have like the season finale of Law and Order. Not that that's like super pressing because it's not like there's an overarching story to follow. Nobody's mm-hmm. spoiling that for me. But like, we're just just just, just kind of clawing on here. Like, I'm not going to get three episodes in tomorrow. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, it's, it's got to be Ms. Marvel and Obi Wan. I think that that's. That's my vote, but I don't know. Hard choices. Hard choices, hard choices. Man, this Uh, sounds rough. Earlier today, I made an attempt at watching a show I discovered at my dad's house. So my dad um, was losing his shit over uh, just trying to work his remote or whatever. Um, Because I was telling him about the boys. I'm like, did you did you did you watch the boys yet? He's like, oh, what's what's the boy or is that one? How do I find that one? And I turned on his TV. All right, all right. You watched the first season of this show at least. I remember we talked about it. So, so this is what it is, and this is where it is. And uh, then he was trying to find some show with robots in it. He's like, <laughs> it's a show. There's one ro- one of the words in the show title is robots, and I don't even know where it is. And of course, it was it was a Netflix show, and it wasn't showing up in his recently it, watched Netflix it, queue. Wait, can I guess? Was it Love, Death, and Robots? It was Love, Death, and Robots. Fuck yeah. So I added that to my list. He loves that. He yeah, thought it was phenomenal. Because it's so. amazing and everyone yeah. should watch it. So it's on my list now. It's on, you know, it's a long list, but it's on my list. But when we were searching through his Netflix history, I came across a show called Taco Chronicles. 
Okay, now. But what? Now. I, I was like, excuse but me? I still don't Taco know. Chronicles? I don't know if you know, but today is Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so Taco we, I, I, we we put a, a pause in the search. I was like, Dad, I'm going to need to take a look at this, okay? <laughs> uh, and it's just a show about people making tacos. And I was like, this, okay, I've seen enough. Sign <laughs> like every up. episode is a different kind of taco, is that that's, right? That's what it seems to be. I watched most of the first episode, which unfortunately was not what I was hoping it was going to be. In almost every way. It's, it's just people making tacos, <laughs> but the whole thing's in Spanish. Oh no. So <laughs> it's subtitled, but I can't background watch it because I'm way too interested in what's going on. So it requires my full attention. And I'm like, how very dare. I really want this in the background all the time. <laughs> like, just constant. And I'm sure once I've watched it once or twice, I'd be able to do it. But now I got to watch this, like, really watch it. And it's a, uh, I mean, it's, it was, it's just tacos. Taco, 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 so taco, great. taco. Um, what was the name the of the last other thing... one that he's watching? Love, what, what, what? Love, Death, and Robots. Love, Death, Love, and, Death and Robots. Love, Death, and Robots. Sorry. The la- only other thing I'll talk about is, um, uh, we discovered that there were the new episodes of Floor Floor's Lava is out. Yes. yes. And is that boy. really a discovery though? No, listen, because here's the thing. Oh, Surprise no. number one. They made a show out of the Floor's Lava. Yes. Surprise number two. It's watchable. Uh, it's actually no. interesting and entertaining and pretty good. Surprise number three. The second season. It got better. I <laughs> the first season wasn't good, so getting better how, means maybe how, it was borderline how, good. Oh. I mean, now just imagine watching it with kids. Like, see, like the, maybe, <laughs> yes, that, I can that's, maybe see that. I tune out most of the time watching this show, but every now and then I'll like just you know while the kids are watching it and having a good time. It's something that I can have the kids watch that doesn't annoy me in the background and is vaguely interesting, like. Looking, you know, off in the corner, like, oh, is he going to make that jump? Ah, I didn't make that jump. That's pretty funny. Um, so, but they put thought into season two, which is not what I expected at all. Like, this show was clearly like, all right, we got this idea. Let's throw as little money as possible at this and go forward. And this, for season two, they put thought into how they can make it better without really increasing the budget. And, like, they changed it so that that host guy is actually in the room with them instead of just like rando announcer guy like he's there's like a balcony above whatever's happening so the host guy's up there commentating live as that's all happening which already has a pretty positive effect on the feel of the show because it feels more interacted with but what's better is after that all the teams that every team that finishes then goes up into the balcony and commentates along with them, which is like kind of fun. And they added a like third competition thing. So yes, real lava. (laughs) No. Uh, So like three teams go and then the two teams that do the best have to compete against like basically the the aggro crag from Nickelodeon Guts, right? (laughs) It's the floor's lava version of that. There's a big fucking mountain and it's got the liquid pouring all down it and you gotta race to work together to race to the top of it and whoever gets to the top is the winner not just whoever makes it across with the most people seriously this the budget must have increased maybe like five percent total (laughs) and they improved the show thoughtfully 
And that's what's impressive. I'm not saying this is a work of art. I'm not saying this is amazing. What I'm saying is what they that they put effort into it is amazing. <laughs> that is what's amazing there. All right. Wait, actually, and that's tried. all I got. What so, do you got, Karen? Don't touch the floor because the floor is lava. Um. Yeah. So aside from those things, um, not a whole lot. Uh, my changed my background show to sports night for a couple days binge like half a season of that um and then i switched over to the umbrella academy so i've rewatched season one of that plan to get through the next second season within the next week or two so that i'll be ready when season three comes out because oh, we're in the summer the the, the tv juggernaut summer y'all mm-hmm. yep 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 um, but I'm really like noticing little details and new things and loving it just as much as I ever did. God, I love that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm my favorite still working line from my... that show is still when he talks about robbing the village of their uh, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I like that will always stay with me. Sorry, continue. Um, and like just sort of kind of like noticing little like things about like watching it having already watched it sort of like oh like this was part of you know Reginald Hargreaves plan or oh I see what like Vanya's boyfriend was doing like this whole time like every line that guy says is calculated Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't notice it as much until you know what he's doing so Mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting uh, still working my way through the final season of Grace and Frankie. I'm not there yet, but, uh, you know, it's the same as it ever was. <laughs> they now have a, a plot where, uh, I have like four episodes left, and there's a plot line going where Frankie saw a psychic, and the psychic told her when she's going to die, and it's like three months from now. So now they're going around with like dealing with her having the assumption that she believes this, that she's going to die in three months. And, like, the rest of the cast trying to convince her, like, that's not going to happen, and you need to stop all these crazy things you're doing. So, that's what's driving it at this point. Um, And the other thing that I watched that is interesting, this was in our news feed, but because it, you know, because it provided a new piece of content that I was interested, I went ahead and watched the YouTube... um, the Bo Burnham inside outtakes. Oh, okay. Uh, which was pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's worth your time if you really, really loved inside and you're really like into the concept of like how things are made and behind the scenes and all of that, because it's like, it's part uh like documentary of how it was made it's part like behind the scenes it's part just all takes of things it's part like kind of view into the mind of somebody who's going nuts while <laughs> working on a solo project in complete isolation <laughs> um there's a few new new uh pieces of material that you can see why they were cut but at the same time it's like there's a brief little song about how they're they're really gonna fucking make me vote for joe biden (laughs) Um, and and the whole thing is framed like um like i put it on and there's you know i scanned up 
scrolled up on my Apple TV to see the like how long it is, the mm-hmm. little bar at the bottom that tells you how long. And when you watch a YouTube video when there's a commercial, there's a little break in the bar to tell you when the commercial's going to be. And it had a bunch of those. And I was like, damn, this thing has a lot of commercials in it. And then they weren't commercials. They were bits that he filmed. But he styled them like they were YouTube ads down to like putting the little button in the bottom that says like video will continue after this ad. <laughs> damn. Nice. So <laughs> there like were like little almost. pop-ups nice. in it that nice. like, you know, little pop-up ads every once in a while. <laughs> So it was a it was a pretty interesting thing if you if you really love inside or if you're just really into like that kind of thing like I said how things are made, uh, I would say it's worth a watch. It's like it's, it's an hour, so it's not a ton of your time to ask. Cool. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's the ball game for me. So let us retire to our to our break chambers that we all have um and for for our break while you nice people listen to some commercials and we'll be right back after this and now here's a quick look at some of the other original content available now from our partners and geekade.com first up if you've ever played Solstice for NES, you may not know that there was a direct sequel on the Super NES. It's called Equinox, and apparently it's quite good. It's developed by Software Creations and published by Sony. And Equinox brings isometric arcade action to Nintendo's 16-bit machine. But what more do you need to know about it? Are there dark secrets lurking just underneath the surface? Joe and Greg have some thoughts on the matter. And if you want to hear them all, give a listen to this Nest Podcast, episode 190, Equinox. Or Equinox, however you want to say it. Next, do you like dogs? Sure you do. Me? I hate them. I just can't stand the little buggers. Fortunately, I don't have any dogs. It's true. Unfortunately for Stone Age Gamer podcast co-host Dan... His house is positively lousy with dogs. Also true. He's got so many dogs, he doesn't know what to do with them all. But maybe you do. Maybe you're in the market for some of the best darn beagles you've ever met. Maybe you aren't. I don't know your life. But you should be because everyone needs dogs. Yes, dogs, plural. Except me, of course. Get yourself a furry friend at Safe at Home Rescue. Easily. A top five animal rescue with a (laughs) easily a top five animal rescue with a baseball pod in the name. Finally, video game music podcasts are everywhere. They are there are literally dozens and dozens of them, including Geekade's very own show, Wave Back. Chris and Matt have teamed up with a number of those other VGM podcasts to bring the world a special event called Masters of VGM, a month-long series of shows highlighting the best of the best in the world of video game composers. This week, they talked about Chris's picks, and while they probably aren't exactly surprising to anyone who knows him, they're all worthy of the title, Master of VGM. Check out Waveback, episode 151, Masters of VGM, volume one. <clears throat> For all this great content and more from us and our partners, be sure to check out geekade.com. And we're back. 
Um, so today we're talking about the pilot of Yellow Jackets. Uh, the show premiered on Showtime last year, 2021. And I picked this for no other reason than it was a critically acclaimed show that I felt like I missed out on with a cast that I thought I'd like. So uh, the show tells the story of members of a 1996 New Jersey high school soccer team whose private plane crashed on the way to a national competition and the survivors who were rescued 19 months later. Uh, the show has three different timelines, the days leading up to the plane crash, the time between the plane crash and the rescue, and the current day, which is about 20-some years after the crash. Uh, all the big-name actors in the cast play the modern-day versions of the team members. Uh, you have Juliette Lewis as the angry rebel Natalie, Christina Ricci as the overly enthusiastic uh, equipment manager Misty, Melanie Linsky as the team star Shauna and Tawny Cypress as aggressive go-getter Taisa. So the pilot opens with a pretty gory scene of some figures dressed in fur and they can't see their faces and they're chasing a teenage girl that you also don't know who she is. And she falls to her gruesome death impaled in a pit of sharpened sticks. Further flashbacks. Fatality. <laughs> Indeed. Some of the best sound effects I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> Further flashbacks to this timeline show the girl's body being prepared, cooked, and eaten by the hooded figures whose identities we still don't learn except for one of them. The rest of the show bounces between the past, where we see some pretty standard high school drama, stolen boyfriends, and a conspiracy to freeze out a weaker t um, team member, and the present day. Uh, in the present, Shauna is a bored suburban housewife and mom, pretty unsatisfied with her life. Taisa has a wife and child and is running for state senate. Natalie is just getting out of rehab and returning to Jersey after a long absence. And Misty works as an aide in an assistant living facility. A reporter is sniffing around Shauna's life, trying to get her to sign a book deal to tell her survivor story. She claims not to be interested and not in contact with the other girls, but at, by the end, she's secretly contacted one of the other girls and is worried the truth of their story will come out. So that's this, that's this show in a nutshell, at least the first episode. Uh, and I would love to hear what you guys think. I want to know first, did you go further than that episode? No. Okay. okay. All right. Um, did you? Yes. Oh, you did? I did today for context because we had, I want to let Evan share his thoughts first and then I want to explain why I did what I did. Um, All righty. Okay. Um, so the show was watchable. Like it, there was an odd amount of sexuality in it for, for me for some reason. Like it was just, it seemed like unnecessary sexuality. Um, I'm curious is if, is is this a true story? Like is it based on something in reality? Because I looked at that show and I went 96. That's when I was graduating high school and I looked at all the things and went all of this tracks, all of this stuff like I've done this stuff in New Jersey. Like all of this makes sense. I don't remember hearing anything about this. So I'm just going to assume it's not real that this is just a made up story. The show is uh, according to Yahoo, the show is not entirely based on a true story, but certainly seems to be inspired by the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 disaster. So mm -hmm. that was the soccer, the the male soccer team 
right? Yeah, the, yeah. The crash in the Andes. Plane, okay. plane crash in the Andes. They, they eat, eat each, each other. other. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. I, I, all right, I had that feeling, but I wasn't 100% on that. Um, at the end of the episode, I had no urge to watch anymore. I never got attached to any of the characters. I, I wasn't engaged. I didn't want to know any more. Like, I was... I don't want to say bored. Like I sat through it and the show was, like I said, watchable. It's okay, honey. You can say it. It's just I'm, not Girls 5 Eva. It's definitely not <laughs> Girls 5 Eva. Absolutely definitely not. Definitely not. Holy crap. Um, it was neat to see how they put my senior year of high school on television. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we all pretty out. much grew up in Jersey in the 90s. And uh, there was a lot. I felt a lot of, uh, I felt triggered. For a lot of scenes, I'm not gonna lie. Um, these, the most upsetting I was, the most upsetting part of, for this episode for me was when they were in the locker room getting riled up for their game and they were singing whatever song that they were singing. And you could obviously tell that these girls were forced to learn this song because there was no zest to their singing of it. Like, this is not like you're singing a 1990s song. I get what you're trying to do here, but none of these girls were alive in the 90s. Nobody in that room well, they were knows probably what that song alive was. in the 90s, but they may have just been born. <laughs> like at the tail end, 20 something years ago. Remember? Yeah, but they're showing. They were showing. Anywho, um, I it's, it I don't want it wasn't for me. Like I I I'm done with it. So. That's completely fair. Like, like I said, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't good enough for me to keep watching. How's that? Now, why did you continue? So last love? night when we watched it, one of the feelings that we got when we were like done with the episode was like there was a lot going on for a first episode, and it was one of those things that has happened in pilots where for me at least I'm being introduced to this world of a lot of different characters it's flashing back and forth I don't always know the context of who the character is well enough for me to make the connection that that definitely was that character and I'm having a hard time feeling connected to them also the overt like like literally starting the episode off with introducing a character being fingered by her boyfriend who is doing a piss poor job so awkward oh just like put me right back into my teenage years but also like this is the same thing I had the first time I watched American Horror Story where there was like an unnecessary amount of like sexual content in the first 15 minutes of the episode and I was like why the fuck is this happening um and I it turned me off of American Horror Story for a very long time and uh when I finally went back to this uh, the series and was able to get past all of my rage uh, I was able to get to the rest of the story and I think that that's just like a shock value thing that people put into shows like this because the point of a show like this is that in some ways it's a psychological thriller but it's also just it's a drama and it's meant to be horrific in many ways and make people uncomfortable and what better way to make people uncomfortable than make adults feel like they're watching some weird version of child pornography because it's yeah it, it, gross and also, you know, this is on a what used to be considered a premium cable channel. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I feel like Game of Thrones did a lot of this, too, where it's like, uh, we're going to throw like whatever kind of nudity and sex that we want on screen because we can. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's why you watch us over anything else is because we have, you know, we have. We're edgy. The privilege and the edge to be able to do this. Yeah, and that's not what I'm there for. So like that that was definitely something that challenged my desire to watch the show. But because I've kind of been there, done that at this point, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, fine, fuck you and your dumb, stupid bullshit. Um, but then moving through the episode, the reason why I ended up wanting to watch the second one was because I do love this premise of like it. there's definitely this you know this mystery of this unspoken stuff that happened and then on top of that like I want to know like how they went from being these girls that are just being high school students in the 90s to this like weird tribe of fucked up people um and I I also just wanted to see in the second episode if I would get a little bit more clarity um I wanted to see if the way that they were cutting back and forth would start to make a little bit more sense if I would feel any more connected or if I would just feel more adjusted to the way that they were, you know, doing their storytelling. Um, And I think this episode was easier to follow, so it is becoming more digestible. Um, There's still stuff that in the second episode, as, as, as I was watching it, I was like oh man like some of these characters seem a little over the top and obnoxious to me uh like some sometimes when they're acting I'm like wow you are acting um (laughs) but overall like I I just I want to know where this story goes um and I was hoping that this was not going to be a multi-season thing I thought this was going to be like a short thing it's not limited series yeah yeah unfortunately so. not but that's okay like i'm still I, I think it's pretty cool like again this is that weird kind of twisted stuff that like i like horror and i like uh especially like anything that puts people in a survival situation and they have to overcome things um i have like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with my brain but i am here for it like I, I like I, I practically sit there taking notes. Um, <laughs> so it's, this premise is already appealing to me and additionally um, I'm looking forward to getting away from all of that other drama that these girls were experiencing and seeing more of the adult stuff uh, like the not the adult content per se but the adult <laughs> characters uh, if you will and I like seeing the dynamic of um these women who have now matured to an age where they have children of their own and dealing with children in the modern like in this era i think there's something that's just very relatable about that too like when the mom is talking to what was, what was her name shana 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 yeah like it's like she's trying to talk to her daughter mm-hmm. and she's just on her phone um mm-hmm. it's just things like that where i'm, I'm like yeah I see it I get it I I feel for you because even as a teacher I'm dealing with those things um so I really like that and also Christina Ricci like interesting casting I like her in this role I'm very curious about this like also I think she's gonna be knocking futz mm. yeah I mean so far of what they showed of that character it's yeah scary yeah, yeah. episode two just so you know made it worse <laughs> I'm sure. Um, 
Um, yeah. yeah, she was one of she was probably the main driving factor in the cast of like, oh, Christina Ricci's in a show, and people say it's good. I want to see it. Uh huh. But the woman who plays the um the drug addicted chick that is like the rebel. Juliet Lewis. Juliet. Yeah. I really fucking cannot stand her. I just need to say that I'm so sorry. I, I don't like in this in this role. No, or like this, in general, person, as, like as I li- like she's one of those faces that when she shows up on screen, I kind of want to punch it. I really <laughs> the screen or her. Face? Yes, yes, all of it. Yes, <laughs> okay. I just I like in this. I think it's in previous things. Like I've seen her play roles where she was just really fucking stupid and weak and weak-minded in roles that I've seen her in previously. I'm trying to remember the one that like infuriated me the most that kind of set that bar for every other time I saw her and had this visceral reaction. Uh, at least in this one, she's like trying to be a little bit more badass, but sometimes when her like when she's trying to form words, I feel like her mouth and her brain have a disconnect. <laughs> I really do. I just don't I just can't. Wow. Like there's something about her. I am sure that she is a wonderful human. I really do not think she deserves that level of criticism but I just have to be honest like I, it's really really hard for me to watch her when she's on screen See, I mean, for she... me for life she's just uh, Audrey from Christmas Vacation same here oh wow okay. oh wow I totally forgot about that <laughs> yeah so and um, what was her name in Natural Born Killers uh, Mallory like that was that was the role that I first recognized her in like She's she's pay, played some interesting characters in her career, but meanwhile, while we're on a ca- on the cast, I was looking them up today, look at everybody's name so I could get into the script, and I'm like going the Shauna check. I'm like her face is so goddamn familiar. What do I know her from? I'm looking up her item IMDb, and I'm like she's done a lot of stuff, but like I've never watched that, never watched that. Like what? How the hell do I know her? And I get down to the almost the bottom, the beginning of her career. She played one of the stepsisters in the Drew Barrymore version of uh, Cinderella. Uh, yep. Ever yep. after. She was, she the, was nice the nice one. one. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's her. Yeah. She's the one that Angelica Houston was like pissed off at all the time. Uh-huh. She was actually nice to Cinderella. Yeah. She's also in Coyote Ugly, just in case anybody cares. Who are we talking about? The um the mom who kills the rabbit in the garden. Okay. In the garden. She's the one who's got like the teenage daughter. She was Oh, she was the best friend. The best friend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, got you. Uh Christopher, your thoughts? Uh nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly very well put together. Um this really j- fell very similar in the position of uh, like Breaking Bad. Like, I don't need this kind of negativity in my life. There's there's no positives happening here. It's just all sadness and bad stuff, and I got enough of that. I'm, I don't mind some. <clears throat> I can laugh at the boys. You know? <laughs> this is like there's nothing funny here. This is this is just horror. Like, in in, in every respect, every single meaning of the word and if that's your thing then i don't blame you in the least like do it watch it watch it because it looks like it's good it's what it's doing but i i don't i don't need that (laughs) they're all gonna just keep getting more fucked up and eating each other and 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 
I'm sure it's going to be very interesting how that happens, but like, fuck, I needed a hug when I was done with that show. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good. Obi-Wan Kenobi going through PTSD <laughs> for chopping his friend's legs off is about as dark as I need to be in my life right now. So thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, it was very much darker than I expected. I, you know, I did not know that about it when I chose it. Um, and I was... I don't want to say unpleasantly surprised, but it was definitely surprised. And like you were saying, like the boys is, you know, may arguably more gory, but that's a dark comedy. This is a, you know, psychological horror thriller drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this and shit's grim. That's the, it's is, extremely grim. What is yeah. the name of the book about the Lord of the flies? Lord of the flies. Like, yeah. like that's this story. And, and, the overtness of it is just a little too much. So yeah, there's there's definitely some like graphicness to the violence that again I think is along the same lines of it being from a premium cable thing. The same and thing with the sex, it. where it's like, <laughs> look what we can show. They're gonna have this you know girl's body hanging from a tree and show the blood draining out of it. Oh, that yeah, it gets worse. I'm sure it does. Um, yes, but was it a tiny man exploding inside of another man's dick? <laughs> see, but see, this is the thing. No, it's what it was, follows a, it it was a tiny woman afterwards. exploding inside of, inside of a, 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 a fucking underage per. I can't even. I can't even, like, ugh. I'm so mad at the show for doing that. I really am. That's, like, the one thing where I'm, like, ugh, it just makes me so, I work with children, man. This makes me so uncomfortable. Yet you watched two whole episodes of it. Yeah, because like I, because now they're now they're in the woods and everything is great. Oh, yeah. Sounds 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 fantastic. <laughs> no men around. Doesn't sound like it's great for them. Doesn't nope. sound like and any men fine. survived the crash. No. Uh, uh, do you want spoilers? Do you want to know? Uh, I don't. Because okay. here's the thing, like. Chris is right. We don't need this kind of negativity in our lives, and normally, like this would be the kind of thing that. On face value, if I had known it about known that about this at the start, I would have been like, "Oh, oh well, that's nice, but I'm not gonna watch it because like I just can't handle things that are that dark." But now that I've seen one, I'm like, "I want to know how the fuck all this happened." So I'll spoil yeah, like, it all I'm for you. I'm genuinely interested, one. but like, I'm also genuinely interested in like, I mean, but it would fuck. need a hev- It would need like a, an extremely silly palate cleanser after every episode <laughs> so when when the man when the little guy went into and made the guy's dick explode the following of him yelling he's trying to get into my ass he's trying to get into my ass is a palate cleanser that's what you need right is that, that exactly balance? someone trying to get into your ass is what you need <laughs> the boys oh my god anywho <laughs> That show so, just yeah. does not disappoint, man. I I I I think I'll first probably read read some spoilers and find out what happened because I'm curious. But I mean, like, do you think this was like you you watched it? Do you think it was acted well? Um, I think the the adults were. Uh, okay. All right. So I mean, I, I, have does not. I, I don't mean, really have an opinion. I I feel like you mentally um, checked out. The lady who killed the the rabbit. I was like, she, okay, so kill, kill yes. the rabbit, kill the. Rabbit. 
That's the path you went down. Honestly, I went down that too. So thank you for that. (laughs) I think she, Melanie, is her real name. Shauna. She. I thought she was well acted, but everybody else. Juliette Lewis was absolutely not believable at all. And then Christina Ricci, right? Christina Ricci. Yeah. It was like, it was like she was like explained someone poorly explained to her what her character should be and it was like just over the top over the top like it it didn't it didn't hit right for some reason for me but that's how i feel whenever she's on screen her roles never i like i just i don't know i don't I, there's something about her Why that just rubs me the wrong way i'm trying way. to find her on this listing here to find out other things to see if i can remember what christina ricci or yeah. uh, juliette lewis Christina Ricci. Like, I know Julia. I mean, you know, she was perfect as Wednesday Adams, but that was ages ago. Oh, so she was yeah. wonderful in Speed Racer, but everyone was wonderful in Speed Racer. So. Oh, my God. What were you smoking? <laughs> Nothing. Every, it's joy. That every, movie's amazing. Uh, everyone was wonderful in Speed Racer. Okay. Goddamn so. right. You guys, we recently took the kids to the movies, and I went to the snack counter to get the popcorn while Chris took the kids into the theater to get seats mm-hmm. and um, at the movie theater on their name tags they have like my name is whatever my favorite movie is and you know and the guy at the counter's favorite movie was Speed Racer <laughs> and I was like that was a lie here's the other, here's the other guy I found him there are there are dozens of us okay <laughs> dozens like Literal I should have sent Chris dozen. to get the popcorn you could have had a very and we are all delightful but, percent but at that point that in time you wouldn't have had popcorn because you would have just been sitting out there and what about this part <sighs> Chris you're movie. so wrong Buffalo 66 black snake moan yeah <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, it sounds like this was a miss for most of us, and I do apologize. Nothing I, to apologize know, this about. This is why I usually don't go into things blind. <laughs> um, I'd like to know a little bit, and I do feel a little guilty for uh, you guys having wasted your precious together time on this. So, um, I had another. Waste. No, don't do that. That's it's absolutely not the case. Like that's the thing. Like especially with how packed our schedules are if there is something that we're inkling like ooh, there's a tickle maybe i want to no it, this this forces us outside of the things that we are predictably going to watch so, exactly this forces us to watch things uh it's one of the things i like about doing and that's show. why we do the show that's yeah. why they play the games as you know, <laughs> as john yes. sterling was once famously said um so yeah, I had another choice, and I, I mentioned it to Chris, and if it doesn't get you know brought up by the next time we go around to my turn, then uh, okay. <laughs> my next pick, I think, will be better. Yeah, you were, you were um, mumbling about uh, doing a, an audible at a certain point, so I was curious yes, as to what that was. But and I, I, you... I feel now that I should have, but live and learn. <laughs> uh, whatever, next the next season, I guess in the fall, I'll have another pick. Come up with a <laughs> um, but thank you guys for watching it and uh, those of you out there in listener land let us know if you watched it what you thought of it if you thought you know if you if you took back the whole season and there's more to it please please do let us know 
Um, that's going to wrap it up for us. My darling, loving husband, do you have a spiel? I do. Just trying to put together the episode art real quick. <laughs> All right. See, I can see one of his two screens and I'm like, well, the script is not on that screen. I wonder if it's on the other one. I'm nope. trying to see if I can find a better version of this picture, but I can't. And it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, anyway, like uh, <clears throat> this week's episode is not filmed before a live studio audience, but it is fueled by feedback from listeners like you. And you can get in touch with us in a multitude of ways. We have an official Geekade Discord where there's an entire this week's episode channel dedicated to all things TV talk. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the official Geekade channels or the more specific Twepcast account. And of course, the four of us can be found in various ways. I'm available at Twitter. I'm available on Twitter at GeekadeChris, that's GeekadeKRIS, and you can read my work at StoneAgeGamer.com and in the pages of Nintendo Force Magazine. Karen, where can the good people find you? They can find me at STM Stitches on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy, and TikTok. And you, where can people find you? They can find me everywhere. <laughs> but if you want to find my website, that's probably a good place to start. And that is my first and last name, Angela Fernot. Dot com. And Evan, where can people find you? Uh, let's go with TalesOfKPR.com. <clears throat> Word. If you need to know more about the shows we discussed tonight or what we'll be watching in the future, have a look at our show notes. And if you have any other questions at all, we can always be reached at mail.geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line so you know who we're trying to reach. Or so we know who you're trying to reach. I don't know. I can't talk. This show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. And whenever you decide to listen to, wherever you decide to listen, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave reviews, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. God, I'm tired. Again, as always, keep your eyes on Geekade for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Karen. Thank you, honey. Uh, our next episode in two weeks will be our news episode, and the episode following that is our darling, lovely Angie's pick. So, Angie, Yay. what do you have for us? All right, so uh, you know how I was talking about how I, like, love survival thrillers? Yeah, so sorry for more teen melodrama, uh -oh. um, but it made me want to revisit my original teen melodrama survival thriller series, The 100. So I have not watched this show in a minute, and we're all going to enjoy this wonderful experience of watching the pilot. So we're going to be watching season one, episode one, the pilot episode of The 100, and no, it will not be good. So sorry in advance. <laughs> uh. Actively choosing something terrible is... Certainly a choice. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it works out, right? I'm really enjoying Masters of the Master of the Universe movie, which is definitely not good, but holy crap, it's holy been a great cleanser wait. after watching frickin' Lawnmower Man. M Masters Oh Dolph Lundgren at his fucking finest. Well, I've, put it right? this way. You're enjoying the half that you didn't fall asleep for. That's true, but that was mostly because it was really comfortable and there was a dog on me. <laughs> and it's an 80s it's an 80s sci-fi schlock movie which is like my it's my my happy place it just calms me it's your comfort food it is all oh, right well you can check out how chris feels about that movie on an upcoming episode of a theater new you podcast but in the meantime that's all we have tonight uh thanks so much for listening i'm karen i'm angie <laughs> i'm heaven go speed racer go Oh, Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.